you know, and uh, being absorbing something in in in, in the oil of Matira. I want to share with you, I think, a, a very interesting idea in this week's parsha um, that really speaks to what speaks to the nature of Moshe Rabbeinu in a very, very incredible way, and generally speaking, to the idea of what real leadership is all about. There's two things happening in this week's Parsha. What is Mephorish in the Parsha is that this is the Parsha of Big Day Kahuna, the Big Day Kayan Gadol, and it's the Parsha of the Shivas Yameha Meluyim, the seven days where the Kahuna was given over to Aaron Akayan. It's also the Parsha where Meshur Abena's name could have been mentioned and is not mentioned. And I think both of those two things share something very, very important in common. The reason why that this is the, 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 being the Parsha of Big Day Kahuna and the Mesira of Kahuna Gedoyla to Aaron Akayin is because Chazal tell us that Moshe Rabbeinu would have been the Kayin Gadol as well. Except that the seven days that he argued with HaKadosh Baruch Hu about taking on the mantle of leadership and going back to Mitzrayim to take Kalal Yisrael out, he said at the end, Shlach no tishloch, send someone else. What he meant was he was chayshed for the covet of Aaron Akayim. And it wasn't just for the personal covet, because remember, Moshe Rabbeinu has been away from Mitzrayim for, uh, for uh, I guess, um, uh, at least uh, 60-some years. And Aaron Akoyan was the leadership. He was the, the leader of the community. And now the Rabbani Shalom is telling him to come in and literally take over. Try to imagine that in this, you know, in a setting this this. You know, in the world as we live in. That's something that's very, very difficult. But the Rabbi Shlalem responded to Moshe Rabbeinu by saying, When he'll see you, not only will he be happy that you're coming, but it's from his heart. He's fully acceptant, acceptant of it. Obviously, Moshe Rabbeinu's feeling, not just his feelings for his brother, but also because he was afraid that if you introduce a leadership situation that's fraught with difficulties, it can make things worse, not better. It can fail. It can be very, very, very disruptive. And Moshe Rabbeinu's concern was, Rabbeinu Shlom, you want Kalal Yisrael to leave Mitzrayim, it's got to be a good situation. If there's something wrong, if there's going to be tension in the leadership, it's not going to work. 
That was his concern in this issue. It's also the Parsha that his name is not mentioned where it could have been mentioned in the Torah. And that's because in next week's Parsha, in the story of the Egel, Meshur Rabbeinu says to the Rabbeinu Shloilam that either you, you lead us yourself, no, tell me, send me malachim or things like that, the Imayan, if you're not ready to, be, to, to accept Kla Yisrael as they are, Erase my name from the Sefer that you wrote. And Chazal tell us that there had to be, even though he said this conditionally, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu went along with his request, but because he said it, it had to have a place where it, it, where, where it happened. And the place where it happens is Parsha Tetzavah, is this week's Parsha. And I think that here lies a tremendous expression of the uniqueness of Moshe Rabbeinu's leadership. This erase my name from the Torah that you wrote is his ultimate mysterious nefesh for Kalal Yisrael. That's what leadership is all about. It's not about me. Moshe Rabbeinu is saying. It's about Klal Yisrael. Yes, the Chet Oekel is a terrible Chet, and that's something maybe that should be discussed also, because uh, I find it a very interesting topic. But, but, but just to finish this thought, the, the idea that's happening here, and that's why I believe both of those things come in the same Parsha. The Rabbeinu Shlom cho- chose to have the mecheni no misifracha, asher kosavta, the erasing of Moshe Rabbeinu's name from a place where it could have been, right, to be the parsha of where he's giving, where big de kuna are designed and expressed, and the rest of the parsha is the is the is the halachas and the, what had to happen in the shivizimayam meluyim, where our, where Moshe Rabbeinu was for those days, he was the kain gadol, and he's giving it over to Aaron Akayin. So both of those things come together in one place because they both represent the same idea: Moshe Rabbeinu's total mesira to Klal Yisrael and to his brother and to others. That it's not about me. It's about what has to happen and what's right. And that Messias Nefesh is what makes Moshe Rabbeinu unique and so incredibly important. I think this focuses such a, such an idea of what this is all about, what Moshe Rabbeinu is all about. That, that, that here is the place where, because of decisions that he made, based on his Messira to the Klal and Messira to others other than himself that is expressed here in this Parsha that the Mechenino happens here in the Parsha of the Messira of Kona Gedola to Aranakayim and I think that that's a Meredike Limud for what Jewish leadership really has to be it has to be about Kalal Yisrael. It has to be about the community. It has to be about others. It can't be about oneself. And, that, and, and, and the ones 
the, the successful leaders that we've always had were those who, who had that Mayuridike Messira for others and Messira for Klal Yisrael uh, rather than, than for what, 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 whatever their personal issues were. And I think that this is a, a, a Mayuridike, uh, a very, very interesting uh, uh, point. And, and a limud, and a limud that uh, all of us who are, find ourselves in positions of leadership have to take into account and make very much part of everything that we do and how we think. That's how, important. How to translate every yachad and kala yisrael? Well, it translates to individuals also. Every, every one of us has to be interested in what happens to everybody else. We have to care for each other. We have to understand that 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 um, there's a value in sacrificing, you know, on, on occasion, personal issues for the sake of of the claw, because that's what Moshe Rabbeinu did. I mean, he could have. He could have said, okay, I'm going, and then whatever happens, happens, and, uh, and then I'm happy to be the one who's going to be the leader of Klai and the Kayin Gadol as well, and, um, and, and leave it go. Or, a Kodesh Baruch who tells him, let me destroy Klai and I'll remake it out of you, and he says, don't do that. that that's being Moser. It's not about me. It's about Klal Yisrael. It's about others. It's about thinking about others. It's been thinking about how our activities, whatever we do, can really, you know, how does it, how, what, how does what I do impact on other people? That's a very, very important... So, often a person could have a struggle that something is good for me personally, but it may not be good for the community at large or the community in general. Has one way that balance? Chayecha Kredman says that I have to do what's best for myself. So the question is, you know, it, 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 that's, it, I don't know if there's a rule, but it, it, it's an issue that really, it has to be part of the thinking. And it depends, you know, there, there are myriad factors that come into such a question. And it, it's not right just to you know, make a rule that, uh, that uh, fits all. It's like everything else. Every issue has to be judged on, on its own individual merits. There, there are no rules that fit every situation. You know, that's part, that's, uh, that, that's part of, uh, of, um, of the decision-making process in every, in every sphere, in every sphere of life. But, uh, but the, the general thing is that there's a picture being painted in the Torah here of Moshe Rabbeinu that really um, focuses on the unique nature of, of his, of his, of how he balanced himself towards the, towards the tzibur, towards others. I think that that's a mayor to go with. What a very interesting message. What? I think it bothers me about the Chet Egel more than anything else is that 
The Torah tells us of Yom Pakti Ufakadati Aliyam Chatoso. There is nothing unfortunate that happens to Klal Yisrael that doesn't have in it some of the payback for the Chet or Egel. The Levium killed 3,000 people who were Oyved Avedazora to the Egel with Hasra. There's another number of people who died from drinking of the water of the broken pieces of the eagle that was mixed with water that people drank, those were the ones who were Eivet Avodah Machshava. Torah doesn't tell us a number about it, but it's clearly a small number. So the question is, what is it that the rest of Claudius Royal did for which, number one, it changed the world, number two, we're still, we're still paying for it. What was the issue? What, what, it, what, what happened there? And I, what? I'm not happy with that enough. I think it's more than not being Micha. The overwhelming majority of Claudius Royal looked at what this eagle was going to be, uh, just to put, I mean, it, 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 it expresses itself in the wor- words of the of the Chachmei Kabbalah. In the, in, in, but but the idea is something that we can understand even without that. In the in the Nevuah of Yecheskel that he talks about the 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 Kovet of Hakadosh Baruch so there were four pillars and there were four different. Um, there was a Pnei Adam. On one thing, and a pnei shor, and a pnei ari, and a pnei nesher. There were four different um, uh, uh, expressions on the four sides of this so-called throne of the nevuah. So the, the, the mukhobalim talk about it that Moshe Rabbeinu represented the connection to Hakadosh Baruch Hu through the bechin, through the the way of pnei odom. And now they were going to say, well, we don't have that anymore, so we'll go a different direction with pnei shor. That, that's just how to express it, that they were looking for a different way to connect with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Here's the problem. Who made the connection, who made Moshe Rabbeinu the connection between the, the, himself and the world? Rabban Yisrael. Kalal Yisrael didn't appoint Moshe Rabbeinu. Kalal Yisrael didn't elect him, didn't create him. The Rabban Yisrael imposed him on us. Rabbi Shalom sent them, this is the one who's going to be the connection between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and you. Right? I'm going to come to you in the Av Ha'onan. So the world should hear, everyone should hear that I am talking to Moshe. And then that's going to make the Amun and HaKadosh Baruch Hu forever. forever. The problem was, fine, let's say it's true. Whatever the cheshben was and whatever the sotan created, a situation where people, they thought Moshe Rabbeinu was not coming back. Okay, let's say that's true. It's not your business to go create the vehicle that's going to be the point of connection. Guess what? That's what? 
Christianity is all about. That was a man-made creation of connection. And that Nakuda, that's what the Chet Egel is for all of Klal Yisrael. That, that's what it's all about. This idea that mankind can form, can create the, the vehicle of relationship. It's not the way it goes. What? The king was how to how to function. Not not that he's going to be the connection to to the rabbinish loyal. is still there, and the Vim are there after him. That's a different story. That's 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 that they wanted, and they're brought to task for that. Because they want to be but that was a that was an expression. We we want to have the kind of structure, in, in, in administrative structure of, of of our world, or of our lives, or of our government, that matches what the rest of the world has. But that doesn't mean that's not that's not the same thing. No, what? Yeah, they were, but but because because who, who says who says we need that particular? But the Torah presupposes that such a thing is going to happen because there's a portion of the Torah that precedes this for many from several hundred years. There is a portion of the Torah about the Din of Melech. Similar idea we find by, by uh, the famous Kashas Asba from you know, why he didn't do the first meal prior to Kashas well, because there, there the point is, he wanted to do it as a mitzvah, not, I mean... I'm saying a bris is the behind the idea, so it has to be... 100%, the bris has to... Have, have the relationship without the, the hand extended. But you can't create the bris. The rabbinical has to create the bris. Right, right. that's right. And that, so that, that, that's, how I, that's how I fully, that's how I understand this idea of, of, of why, it, why it was such a profound thing, the, the eagle. So is Rebbe saying that even those who didn't participate, but, and even aside from nothing Mocha, but like it, it changed the perception. That I believe so. part of their capacity to believe that we can create a... Right. The notion of, of that. But in other words, it's not just not being Mocha, it's going along with it. Yeah, okay, this is what's happening. This is now going to be the new, the new relationship. I, I think that that's the slippery slope. Very, 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 very uh, uh, significant uh, issue. What was everybody to start for? Chasen. Left Tuesday, Tuesday afternoon, and uh, left last night. We stayed for Shabbos Shabbat. Wednesday night, we got there Wednesday morning for a Wednesday night chasen, and um, stayed through Shabbos Shabbat. Because, I mean, we could hardly breathe. I mean, I don't want to you know, people had to see and stuff, but okay. I also had time to to connect with some of our alumni there, too. I mean, I used the opportunity to reach out to a few of them.
And uh, it's uh, it's one you know there's so much that's so beautiful happening, but there's so many challenges uh, that uh, and just getting around Yerushalayim traffic is incredible. It's just impossible, and. What, what's in my eyes, what's very painful is that you know the most of Yerushalayim and especially those areas that border the old Yishuv, the Yishuv Hayoshan, they're literally surrounded today by incredible wealth, by 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 by. by, by all the buildings, all the, the derricks that you see around, around uh, surrounding Gula and Meir Sharim is, is, is strictly for, for, for producing million-dollar properties, apartments for, uh, for, for those of Chutzlords who come for a couple of weeks a year, or, you know, or come for young Taivim, you know. It, 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 it's creating such, such a... Uh, it, it, it's sad to see. Yeah. What? That's uh, huh? <coughs> yeah, really. so three and five minutes. Okay. I'm so sorry. maybe we'll uh, lift we'll, the bench. You want the bench? will change his whole schedule to work to be to work this time out. So. Well, I don't know if there was any questions.